Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Peasant Party Podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Warren. Hi. What's good? <laughs> how are you? How are you? I pissed off a lot of artists on TikTok. <gasps> oh my god, okay. I'm I pissed off some people on the internet today too. So <laughs> That's why I'm like like this right now. I made a TikTok (laughs) saying that asking a first date, what's your favorite color is a stupid fucking question. Because like, so there's a whole bunch of TikToks where it's like, Hmm. oh, like I just, and of course they call it like a talking stage where it's like, oh, when you just, when you have a failed talking stage and now you're back to what's your favorite color. So I made a video where I'm like, yeah, your problem isn't that it's dating is terrible and boring because they're like, oh, dating sucks. It's just, it's always, what's your favorite color? I'm like, the problem is you're asking stupid fucking questions. Why are you asking people what's your favorite color? It's a dumb question. (laughs) Um, and then, of course, there's okay, people okay. commenting and they're like, you can learn a lot about a person from their favorite color. Because I was like, well, where do you go from here? It's like, what's your favorite color? Red. OK, like dumb question. People are like, well, you can learn a lot about a person from their, their favorite color. If they say it's purple, that says a lot. And of course, like, bro, course, come like, on. If you're an artist, this matters a lot. Like, OK, yes. I was going to say, I I love this question, but it's like a flirty question for me. And it's mm-hmm. after we've already been like talking for a while. Mm-hmm. And if they're like, oh, my favorite color is red. I'm like, wrong, wrong. That's wrong. Narrow it down. And then we talk colors. You can make this a really flirty topic to me you can't because i don't care that much about colors you're asking what's your favorite color you ran out of ideas depends how you're asking it depends how you're asking okay but i'm a big stick in the mud and then of course people are spelling color as c-o-l-o-u-r and i'm telling them that they're spelling it wrong that's not a word we don't it's, i don't know what a color is <laughs> okay. and then they're like well it's people in england i'm like oh yeah we're gonna go there colors <laughs> color is not a word spell it the right way okay People are saying that dating topics, like going into dating when you're like meeting someone and asking them questions, it just feels like the same old spiel. Yeah. And And that's kind of the the meme of it. But it's like if you go in and you're asking the same person the same questions over and over, it's going to feel repetitive. Like if you're just picking like stock questions versus coming up with something that might be like specific to them like yeah dating's gonna suck or if you're like uh-huh. if you do start at like a question like that it's like take it somewhere else and ask layered questions don't go like what are your favorite blah blah blahs it's right like, then it's gonna feel repetitive i'm in the service industry i tattoo mm-hmm. i have m- multiple clients a day and i cannot tell you how many times i've been through the same spiel of like questions mm-hmm. when people ask me and yes it gets redundant but like it's my job so i put mm-hmm. up with it or whatever when i go on a date with someone mm-hmm. and they ask those like same questions that I'm getting mm-hmm. all day long, it feels like work. It feels mm-hmm. like I'm working. I think, yeah, if you're if you're just asking, <laughs> what's your favorite color? Yeah. How many siblings do you have? It, I feel like, yeah, then it's going to feel like work. It's going to feel boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you like, can get something out of everybody. I know. I just think maybe I just don't care about colors that much. Like, I'm just like, it's probably black. Like, my okay, soul, what like, is, moving on. What's your favorite thing that, like, do you like it when men go deep with you real quick like no. are you intense you're not no oh, what i no. love that shit okay what are you how do you prefer like the conversation to steer in a first start date somewhere them? and then just go layered from there like when someone starts deep it's like that's a little too like it's just it's just that's where false <gasps> intimacy comes that. from you know i'm just like i'm also like <laughs> okay, normal no. stuff like what do you do like what do you friends do what do you do like okay mm-hmm. like and then i layer from there i don't do like what's your favorite blah, blah blah like a lot of times like and it's gonna like now i'm gonna say like asking like what'd you get into this weekend and people are like that's your question that's your better question but a lot of times it's like you just go from there or it's like oh where do you work like i know someone who works there like a lot of like i try to do that where i start light but it always always goes very quickly into like so what was your childhood like 
I don't know. People want to talk. Like, I want to talk about that stuff. Like, who I was before I met this person, really. Oh, totally. I don't know. When I meet someone, I I go into it understanding that they have had, like, just as rich and complex of a life as I've had up mm-hmm. till this point. And I do that because I feel like I have dated men who, for some reason in their head, believe that I only started existing when they met me, mm-hmm. you know, that, like, cannot acknowledge that I have my entire life's like past Mm -hmm. experiences yeah so i try to like go into it understanding like how different and complex this person must be and like how much they must have grown i think yeah i don't know i feel like you just have to go into it understanding that there's a lot to be learned from this person yeah Um, you just have to like peel back the the right buttons i guess yeah ogres have layers (laughs) ogres have layers wait what what did you who'd you piss off on the internet just no it was nothing <laughs> yeah I'm, nothing dating related unfortunately i just was piping off definitely like a born activist like i'm definitely the type of person that's gonna speak up yeah like i'll yeah i speak up i i will always tell everybody it's if you're actively going on dates with someone that's dating not a talking stage and you will die on that hill i will die on that hill they no they all live on stupid fucking idiot island i made okay. a whole video it was a whole thing mm-hmm. uh, yeah we'll jump into our quick hits um no. Today is the social media stalking episode, the cybersecurity episode, the digital footprint episode. I'm obsessed. So our questions are focused on that. Social media stalking and early dating. Okay. Do you do it? Thoughts on it? Go. And at what point is it dangerous or too much or like a runaway train? Because me, I'm completely sane not mentally ill at all <laughs> and i i do a little stalking mm-hmm. perfectly legal nothing insane mm-hmm. i do know a lot about a person if i am interested in them Yeah. So. where do you look <laughs> dude everywhere mm-hmm. everywhere i mean okay look you i you well know that like when you meet somebody if you're interested in them you have to do a google search you have to always I don't know if your listeners know you've had experiences with this in the past where like you've, you know, I've told, yeah, I've told the story. Yeah. 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 had to look people up and then you have been talking to them for a minute and then you look them up and you're like, Oh shit. Yep. A mugshot or whatever. And it's like, yeah. Oh fuck. So that is for everyone's safety, mm-hmm. of course. But from there, you know what? I'm going all the way through the tagged. Mm-hmm. And I'm going all the way through their pictures. So are you are you pretty Instagram heavy? Yes. Got it. Yes. I am tapping on their pictures and seeing who's tagged mm-hmm. and seeing what girls has tagged him in pictures. I also got to go through the followers a little bit. Just a quick scroll. Mm-hmm. Just a quick scroll. You open like who they're following and just give it a quick flip. And if it's like all like IG models, it's like you back away. Red flag, red flag. Uh, dep- I mean, it depends. Depends mm-hmm. what the vibe is. But um, but yeah, I, I think it's safe to say that's not somebody that's not husband material. Yeah. If it's like all IG models, you know, mm-hmm. I've dated that type of dude and it sucks. Yeah. I feel like the types of guys I go for are never like that, that type. I, I stalk everybody. I like miss my calling to be in the CIA. I really think like if looking back, maybe I could have been. So and you're good at it. I and you find always anything. have been too. And I, that's not just a dating thing. It's like if I meet anybody, like when I do stuff with like TikTok people, like I meet somebody new right. from the internet, 
I look up that person. There are people who go out like extreme lengths to like hide their last name and all this information about them. I find it not hard. Not hard. <laughs> but like it's it's also just like I want to know who I'm dealing with. Like just you never know who's crazy. Um, I never like hold it against anyone. And usually like if I'm at that point where I'm looking somebody up anyway, there's not there's there's you probably aren't a walking red flag. Okay. When I was single, dating app matches. Yes, absolutely. And like you would uncover stuff all the time. Yeah. And like for me, the big things I would look for would be like that they're not an axe murderer. Like it was all this the safety stuff and then just making sure things would check out. Like it'll sound dumb, but like I'm somebody who's on LinkedIn a lot for work. Like it is second nature. Like people that are on TikTok that are like LinkedIn is like if your your guys are gonna think you're looking up how much money you're making. It's like, do you know how LinkedIn works? Like everybody who has a job has LinkedIn and everybody who thinks that it's a problem, people look people up on LinkedIn don't understand LinkedIn. It's normal to look people up, but I look at it to make sure people actually like live in the city is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Because like so many times, like people on Hinge would be like, oh, I'm just dropping through town. So it, like I would look at like LinkedIn. I would like look for weird stuff. Um, okay. Yeah. I had one in the past where I found like a guy with a wedding picture on a Facebook thing from like a year prior. And I'm like, even if this is a divorced guy, this is too recent. Yes. So like stuff like that. Facebook like, always. You gotta, yeah, you gotta see what's up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Boomer book. I've definitely like found people's like old Twitters and gone through their old Twitters and their mm-hmm. likes on Twitter from like 2015. People were feral on Twitter back in the day. Interesting, but I do. I I, I feel weird admitting it because it sounds like stalking, but all that shit's public information. That's the thing too. Like, <laughs> like if you did something fair. weird and the it's police wrote about it, like it, yeah. you made the news for doing something dumb. Like yes, that's more their like their fault than yours which is actually what happened from our first letter writer mailbag not sure how to feel about a strange arrest in his younger days i'm a 26 year old woman living in la been on the apps dating around but haven't met my person on halloween i met this guy at a party who was super hot and we made out we exchanged numbers had our first date last week we have another plan for next Yesterday, I was killing time, and it occurred to me I hadn't looked up this guy just yet. It was honestly just a curiosity thing, and I couldn't believe what I saw. Eight years ago, when he was 19, he was arrested for pulling the fire alarm in his college dorm. According to the news article, he took some LSD and barricaded himself in his room and assaulted the police who came to check on him. He was then arrested. The article is written very technically, so I'm not sure if this is just a funny story or it's a more serious ongoing issue. I really did like him, but I'm just not sure how I feel about this point. I hate how judgy I feel, but I can't unlearn this. I also don't think it will come up on its own if I continue to date him. So what do I do? Should I keep seeing him? Damn, that is crazy. What would you do? I think there's like two versions of this because it's like it, those articles are always written very technically. Like anytime there's sure, like an article, sure, like I think there's a version of this where it's like guy had too much fun and, every, and then he comes back in the dorm and everyone's like, hey, like what's up? It's still a serious thing, but it's like, look at this fucking guy, like that kind of situation. And then we would some, hope, one would hope, you would yeah. hope. But then there's another version of this where everyone crosses the street when they see him because he, they think he's like this crazy person. Honestly, like uh, I. People, I do know somebody from college um, Mm. who this, like, kind of happened to. Really? She was never the same after that. And it was actually, like, part of an underlying issue. For Mm -hmm. real. For real, for real. Maybe that's too anecdotal, but, like, I, I probably wouldn't ask about it. And then depending on his answer to that, then break it off or don't. If he's like, oh, yeah, I was 
if he explains it away and it like mm-hmm. sounds pretty chill and you can maybe verify from like a friend or something, I would I would ask him first and mm-hmm. then decide. <laughs> See, I think like that's where it's like it's a fine line that can get kind of weird is like if you ask about it, like what if it is because he's scary and weird? Like he tried to assault police. Like maybe he was on a bunch of drugs, but like I had a situation where I got on a first date with this guy. I he like went by his middle name, which I don't think that's mm-hmm. all that weird, but like learned on that first date, like when he like showed his ID to like buy a drink that he like went by his middle name um took that name like punched it into google um and then found out that he had been like on trial for rape after that date like between date two one and two i was like oh shit yeah there were a couple mugshots on there there were multiple it was it It was was not just that it was like it was (laughs) not only that but it was like something he was like convicted for like violent assault yeah going to his uh, taking an uber to his ex-girlfriend's house breaking in and beating up her and her new boyfriend. And I found that, like, because I punched in the name, I was like, holy shit. That was a situation where I opted to ghost. Like, I mean, that was one where it's like, I was not on the fence. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, that was very clear, vi- like, violence, beating up, like, women. Like, yes. Yeah, no, I was out. But, like, b- there was part of me because, like, um, he we split, like, an Uber home when, like, the first, like, time I met him where I was like, I don't want him, like, I just wanted there to be, like, this illusion of not rejecting him over this or, like, I didn't want an explanation. I didn't want him to be like, wait, 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 like, right. maybe I'm making assumptions kind of, like, if this is a violent person and you, like, reveal to them, like, I am rejecting you because of this thing, like, are you going to get someone banging on your door and being like you know wait like let me explain like right especially if he like knew where you lived at that point yeah so it's like i I would like there's one version of it where it's like it's eight years ago and like he seemed normal enough now and like people have crazy college stories and stuff yeah but then there's like you kind of like have to think of like your cards like and i wonder i wonder if there's room to like look for like more information or like kind of look through like social media how he was like in those years like does there is there some and i hate phrase social proof because social proof gets used like when people talk about dating what i mean by social proof is like is this a person with friends that seem normal and kind or is he kind of like this lone wolf weirdo Mm -hmm. like i think i would take that into account like and you're well within your rights first off don't feel judgy if you want to end things over this like he did this thing it ended up in the it was it got enough attention where it ended up in the news like that is not your fault we have computers like we can look these things up it's free like most people do look people up like men do it to women yeah for sure don't feel bad for sure for sure and you have a right to be turned off like i think if there's like kind of in the in your mind where it's like you're going back and forth i think like don't if you're someone that just kind of like is like a people pleaser like don't feel guilty over walking away but like totally it might be incredibly wise especially if you are early in the game and Mm -hmm. i think that's that's the best time to get out right Mm -hmm. like because the further that you get Mm -hmm. in your relationship with this man the more attached to you he will be and Mm -hmm. and depending on mental stability Mm -hmm. he will yeah like try to hold on to you or not let you leave not let you go Mm -hmm. you know but i think if you're really early in it and somebody is like a stalker is a little crazy crazy or whatever mm-hmm. and yeah you just kind of ghost them give them the bare minimum mm-hmm. information and then nothing after that yeah i would say like a that's just didn't feel a spark is like a is always safe like you never like it, that's it's usually not a lie like something happened to that spark you just you you'd know. say that didn't feel a spark i would say i would say oh. hey i don't see this working out like and then i would be like you know i just didn't feel it um and that's true like there are some tangible things that go into that, but like mm-hmm. you can give the the non-answer to it. The ghosting thing, like that was the last time I like ghosted somebody. Like I, I think that is for safety. I would encourage against it just because then like you can just like close the book on it a bit easier. You're in LA. There's a bunch of other people in LA. There, there are other mm-hmm. fish in the sea. You don't have to date the crazy dude. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You do not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about, okay. So kind of on the flip side, if you turn that, turn that whole situation around, have you ever had anybody that you've been on a date with or you've been seeing whatever that like mention your own 
digital footprint or like social media oh presence and asked you about it. That's like, so funny. Bailey and I were just talking about this last night. Mm-hmm. We will be talking to someone mm-hmm. and then we're so connected on the internet. If mm-hmm. somebody like knows who I am, they know who she is and mm-hmm. vice versa. But you'll be talking to a dude and he'll act like he has no idea who you are. Mm-hmm. And then he'll kind of like let something slip. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, I saw that on your story or whatever. And it's like, what the fuck? Like I, we've been talking for how long? And mm-hmm. you knew exactly who I was and I didn't know who you were. It's just kind of mm-hmm. scary. It's a little parasocial yeah. relationship relationships fascinating frankly mm-hmm. um but yeah and and i like probably am guilty of something very like i follow a lot of people and mm-hmm. celebrities and influencers and whatever mm-hmm. and so i have kind of almost that parasocial relationship i almost wonder what i would do if i ran into like an influencer mm-hmm. that i've followed for a while but i didn't want to seem weird and creepy if i'm trying to like introduce myself on a peer level mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like the line is so blurred between like public figure and private person nowadays right. with, like everybody and their mother having a podcast and like everybody's known everybody's famous everybody doesn't but like yeah i mean somebody just around town like there's kind of like austin internet famous girlies you know yeah like the austin model girlies like that mm-hmm. everybody kind of knows about and i've seen them out and i'm like fuck what do i i'm nervous yeah it's like and <laughs> it's interesting because you're like what do you do like it's like you don't yeah. want to be weird but like you also don't want to like pretend you don't know who they are but yeah or it's a weird like, thing oh, yeah. yeah i think i've seen you before or whatever yeah it's a weird yeah thing. It's like you weird. like feel like you're parasocial relationships them. are very strange weird. for everyone very weird Dates keep making assumptions because of my TikToks. Hi, friend. Thought I'd write in with a quick question. I have a TikTok account with a small following, a little over 15K. I don't have a niche, but I do share funny stories, some of which include bad date stories. Whenever I've discussed dates, I describe the other person in a very generic way, no identifying information. Aside from this, my content is skits, 90s or 2000s throwbacks, millennial versus Gen Z jokes, etc. Despite this, I had someone I really liked end things a few weeks in because he decided to Google me on a whim and my TikTok came up. I've never brought up my TikTok before. It's not a big part of my life, just a hobby to pass time. And he wasn't at all open to an explanation about what it was all about. He made a lot of assumptions. He said he's a private person who doesn't want to be a side character in someone's stories. And then he had a friend who got dragged through the mud on TikTok and didn't want that happening to him. I have never and would never do anything like that. So it was kind of a bummer but I respect his preferences. However, one thing that sort of left me confused with what to do next is when and how to bring up my TikTok account. It sucked to be several dates in and already excited about this guy when he was when this was seemingly a deal breaker from the start. If it happened on date one, it would have saved me a lot of heartache. At the same time, I feel like bringing up my TikTok immediately doesn't exactly represent how I use it either. I feel like it sends the message that I'm some aspiring influencer or that my life revolves around social media. I enjoy having it, but I'm not one of those people. <laughs> is there a middle ground here or am I just trying to have my cake and eat it too? I feel like my only options are either delete TikTok or go all in on TikTok. Ah, that's crazy. Well, I feel like you can speak to this because you do dating content, but you do not talk about your personal. No. You have, I feel, a pretty hard rule. Yeah. No talking about dates because yeah and the reason i'm comfortable talking about buddy is because buddy is on the internet but if he wasn't it would be like a very much like a he would be a very elusive figure yeah like i was always very private about that and part of that it's not because i'm this great person who cares about every man i've ever dated's well-being it's because i don't want people in my actual personal life to call me cringy like i care so much about that like i care so much about like <laughs> like i just picturing group text being like oh look at this like because i've had people like our friends from our personal life like or people that are maybe like looser connected where i bump into them 
they're like, I listen to the podcast. I'm always hoping a funny story is going to come up. It's like, that, it's not that kind of podcast. Like, you're like, you're not going to hear that. Like, but me, I'll, t- I'll tell them. <laughs> I talk shit on the podcast all the time. I talk shit on my TikTok. I talk shit on my close friends. I love, listen, I'm sorry. I, I respect it. You're a stronger woman than I am, but it's not I'm for anybody. It's not because I'm a good person. It's because, because you don't want yeah, it to bite you in the ass. Well, it's like, yeah, I don't want to invite, but it's like, I don't want to invite anyone back in my life who's no longer in it. Like, I wish them all the best. And I also hope at the same time that we never bump into each other again. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean it in like, a, I have no reason to see any of, a, of them. I have no interest in it. I'm very happy with my life. I hope they are too. Mm-hmm. I could totally, like, I think there are some exes out there where it's like they would hear something and be like, they'd either come and be like, oh, I better not put that. Or they'd be like, oh, is this an invitation? No. So like yeah. that's like and maybe I'm assuming too much. I hope they do not care about me at all. Just you know, people being like, oh, that's so cringy. Like I remember when I first started doing TikTok, people were it's like, oh, I just got back from my date with like the restaurant owner, and they would like come up with a nickname for the dude, and I'm like, this isn't this isn't me. This isn't a thing I want to yeah, do. When yeah, I'm, like, yeah, single. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like referring Chronicles to this in my life, yeah, character. Yeah, like, I think that can also just kind of fuck with your head a little bit. If you are posting that, like, updates in between, like, real-life dates with this person and people are giving their feedback on it on the internet. Well, it's oh also, like, the people watching that want entertainment. They want to be entertained. Like, they don't yeah. have your best interest in mind. Like, you're and gonna, they're exaggerating. You're going to start uh-huh. dating for the story. And, like, Ugh. you're going to be annoying. So, like, I was, like, I'm yeah. staying away from that. Like, even when I was single and going on dates. But, like, there was definitely a period of time where I was, like, I have this TikTok account where I talk about dating. I'm a millennial, so I was, like, 28. Kind of guys in that age range, like, an older, would hear talks about dating on TikTok and be like, oh, fuck no, I'm out. Like, so it was a very interesting song and dance to have to do, like, which is why I think it was kind of nice to find buddy through that app. Like, it was just kind of like, Mm -hmm. it was even, like, guys who, it wasn't even just, like, a guy who who would, like, appreciate it or not care. It was, like, a guy who was, like, super into it and thought it was cool. So it was, like, very nice that I found that. Like, I would throw that out to this person. Like, Mm -hmm. it is an app where you can meet people. It's not just, like, all guys being, like, my mom wonders why I'm single. Like, there's really cool dudes on that app. Um, But then on the other end of the spectrum are the TikTok couples. I I was, like, we're not doing that shit. TikTok, dude, that shit is – it looks – it's like a social experiment watching like TikTok couples. There are so many on there where people are like, oh my God, you guys are the cutest couple. You never break up, blah, 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 blah. And I watch that shit and I'm like, they're doing nice little favors for each other and filming it for content. Like this is contrived. It feels mm-hmm. so fake and like so over the top. Like we're so in love. Mm-hmm. And then you find out those are the couples that like break up or whatever. You have to make like a little breakup announcement. Like, you have to make a. Yes, we we decided we were loving like posting a joint statement. Fuck that. No. It's so yeah, I don't know. Because Fuck then no. how when do you have like real quiet moments with that person where you can have like a genuine conversation that you know cause you cause like what if you know you say something wrong, you guys break up and now they're spilling everything about you. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm guilty have, of this. I actually they have done they, this. So they have, like, <laughs> yeah, they have a platform. Like I trust that if something something blows up in my relationship, I and I hope it doesn't. I love Of course her. I love both pearson very much with all right part. right but um, you can trust like, each other yeah I, he wouldn't mature he wouldn't he wouldn't do something like that and right. i wouldn't either uh i could see a guy being like oh girl on tiktok and just making that assumption like in the same way that yeah i would be like oh talking about day on tiktok people are like oh they just assume it's going to be one of those accounts it's mm-hmm. like i've never have been mm-hmm. but like i would say a good way to bring it up in a happy medium is like i feel like a good thing that like happens on first dates is like sometimes like it sounds silly but like showing each other memes like yeah you know it's like showing each other memes like did you see this like if there's 
such a viral video that kind of relates to a conversation like oh do you have this and then like show it and then go oh, yeah like if they're if they're like oh a tiktok or like be like oh are you on tiktok and like like it's kind of funny because i think there are a lot of people who like lurk and watch it and think it's kind of funny and then be like mm. I have a, like kind of like a secret for you. Like I'm totally on it. And, and then also like if your account isn't just like all date stories, it's like millennial stuff. Like I would be like, yeah, like I just have fun with it. Like something I would tell people too. And this is because it's true about me is like I, my career, my actual day job is in digital marketing. And so like knowing it from the back end, like, so I kind of would tell the story that like I had it and then I just was kind of fiddling with it and then it blew up and I, I have fun with it. It's kind of goofy. It's helped with my public speaking. And that was kind of the story I would tell, but it would come up, it would come up organically but I would make sure to do it early. Like I wasn't a big secret I would hide, but I also wouldn't be like, everyone watch my, t like put something on a dating app. Be like, everyone come watch my TikTok. So like, yeah, not, you're not like, promoting it. It's just. <laughs> I think it's a way to frame it where it's oh like, God. you're not like, I'm an aspiring influencer. Look at me. Like, don't refer to yourself as TikTok famous. Like, and this person yeah, yeah, won't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Be like, yeah, you know, I fiddle with it. Like if your story is like, kind of like I it blew up, I made a video that was viral. It was kind of weird experience. Like just tell it in a way that's self-aware. Like, I know it's like I know it's kind of a, a wonky thing. Like I know it's kind of weird. Like just be self like self awareness is huge. I feel like For there's sure. a happy medium, That's but there's funny. also there also are people that just won't understand. I'm always talking about some dumb bullshit like on TikToks. TikToks. It's that is unhinged. Yeah, but it's I I feel more comfortable talking there about stuff because it's like so much smaller of a platform for me. Oh, totally. I have like 20 followers. Well, that's what happens a lot of times is people like make videos and they think nobody's watching and then one blows up. <gasps> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have no idea how crazy the app is. So if you like look somebody up on the internet, what are the rules around like telling them that what you found in a way that's like fun? Like you didn't find anything crazy. You look this person up. Maybe you find out about like what they do for work or like something they did for fun. Like, do you keep that to yourself? You look up the Instagram. Oh, my gosh. It looks like they're into the same band that I am. Do you hold that to your chest and just strategically ask questions about what's your favorite band? I don't know, because I almost even feel weird, like, going on a hinge date and bringing anything up from their profile. I feel yeah. like almost when you go on a hinge date, you have to pretend like it's not a hinge date. <laughs> yeah. You have to pretend, like, hinge doesn't, like, you don't even want to mention it. Uh, yeah. Pretend we met at the well, the You know, mall, even yeah. though you have, like, all the basics of information, if some man was like, so, I see that you, um, you identify as not religious but spiritual i'd be like ew stop what the fuck like why'd you read me like a book ew but i think instagram's a little different because if mm -hmm. you're already following each other on instagram then you can be like oh yeah i saw that you posted that band yeah but yeah if you don't follow each other on instagram don't mention it don't yeah. bring it up don't look like a fucking stalker yeah what about linkedin <laughs> this is the linkedin question oh no not linkedin like so first okay first off my personal hot take and shit talk for everybody is that people on TikTok do not understand LinkedIn and what's for. Mailbag. He was visibly upset that I mentioned looking him up on LinkedIn. Hi, Charlotte. I, 31 female, met a guy on Hinge. We set up a date a week or so back. Our back and forth was brief. I always prefer it this way. Um, I prefer to meet people in person because messaging and apps and how I feel about them can change so much. But it was all normal. No red flags, nothing weird. So something I do in tandem with messaging before I agree to the date officially is look up the guy to make sure everything checks out. It's pretty simple. Just punching first name, job title or company and city into Google will generally bring up a LinkedIn page, which gives a last name that you can use for other social media or searches. I'm not looking for anything weird, more so just making sure everything lines up with what's on the app. They're actually single and they haven't been arrested for something crazy. Aside from that, I don't care. I like them on the app for a reason. At this point, I thought it was a normal thing to do in the digital age we're in because I've been on dates where guys have mentioned looking me up on LinkedIn um, very quickly. 
I know I work in sales as have some of the guys I've dated using LinkedIn is extremely common and part of your day to day there. So while I don't go into dates saying, hey, I looked you up, sometimes it just casually comes up. Anyway, when I looked him up, his LinkedIn showed he was in, in an industry I wasn't as familiar with, but it seemed kind of cool. It also seemed like he regularly used LinkedIn because he had posts from the prior week. On the date, things were going well, and about an hour in, we started talking about hobbies and passions. I said something like, don't hate me, but I looked you up on LinkedIn and saw you worked in... What's that like? It seems kind of cool. He sort of flinched and replied back, you did what? And I replied that I use LinkedIn a lot for work, so it's sort of second nature and joke that I just make sure I'm not going on a date with an axe murderer. He said something like, hmm, that's kind of weird, and was a lot more curt for the rest of the date. Sent a thank you text after the fact, but haven't heard from him since. I haven't had this reaction before, but just the other day, I saw a TikTok where a woman mentioned using LinkedIn to stalk her dates, just like how I do pretty much, just to see her flooded with comments telling her no and accusing her of trying to find out how much money the guy makes. Some encouraged her to use Facebook instead. I don't know anyone who doesn't do this, even for non-dating purposes. I have friends who do this before meeting up with someone from Facebook Marketplace, for example. So is this more of a faux pas than I thought? I thought this was more normalized. I think it's normal, but yeah. if I, like, let it slip, I'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I did stalk you a little bit. Oops. So I have had this woman's exact experience. I have walked into dates and had dudes be like, yeah, look, you he's like, I hope, I hope you don't mind. I looked, you, I looked you up on LinkedIn, like. You probably saw I was like in sales because literally you do that in sales. Can't can't LinkedIn see if like like you can see who's looked at your profile? Can you, you can, um, but you can turn off that feature. And if you have LinkedIn Premium, like a lot of sales people do, you mm. you can do it stealthily. Mm. Um, or people just like people just are very bright. Like if you're a LinkedIn person, like there's a difference yeah. between having LinkedIn and being a LinkedIn person. LinkedIn people like think it is a good thing that people can see you creeping on them. Like LinkedIn's a fun place damn maybe he has something weird and shady to hide it's not like you act for ask for his like criminal record or you're like no. oh yeah i did look up your criminal record. well i do wonder <laughs> about the industry they're in because like i think if someone's a salesperson that is normal like second nature if you sit at a desk and you have a linkedin open for work and it's a tool that you can use and you can literally like put in information and like like why wouldn't you look up your dates like yeah we i remember when i was like working in sales at the office like someone would have a date they'd be like oh look her up and they'd pull up the linkedin like oh and people would be like oh she's hot like if it was a guy looking up a girl ah, but you like, guys would pull up linkedin before anything else well because it's like the uh social media you can pull up at the workplace it's not too weird like you're not going to see bikini pictures uh -huh, on uh -huh. someone's linkedin but like i think it's a normal thing to look at like there's also just this like sentiment i feel like on tiktok and i think it must be people that just aren't working corporate jobs um like this this idea that asking somebody what they do for work or just asking about their job is somehow like trying to pry into how much money someone makes. Yes. Like, are there people who kind of do that? I'm sure there are. Why would I not ask about a place you go to for eight hours of your day? A lot of times people are passionate about what they do. Like they got an education for it. Like there are some people where it's like they have a good job and it's a place they go for eight hours and it puts money in the bank and they don't want to talk about work outside of that. But there's other people where it's like they started their own business or they're right. an engineer who did engineer without borders or something like that. Like there is like sort of more like normalized stalking on LinkedIn. If you're going like a salesperson, like I remember because I was sales even in marketing, I still like look people up. We would use that when I was selling, we were selling into the construction industry right? where they don't really use it as much. And they would be like the people we would call because we would use LinkedIn a lot of times to get around email being blocked and stuff or like get around like email filters like LinkedIn. It would just go to the top um, and it would have people's like information. Like a lot of the people we would call would be like kind of weirded out by us messaging them on LinkedIn because mm -hmm. they thought it was like more personal or they would be weirded out by us like getting phone numbers from it. Like so I think every industry looks at LinkedIn a bit differently. OK. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. Is it different for a girl to look up a guy 
than it is for a guy to look up a girl. Like in that same situation, if a man was like, oh yeah, by the way, I looked you up on LinkedIn and I saw that you did blah, blah, blah. Like if you're on a date with a man and he says that, are you getting a little more red flags than if it was the other way around? I don't like, like I think it's a little weirder when men are, men do this stuff. Well, I think like, I'm allowed to. <laughs> so I think where it comes from is like, I think men do it less because like at the end of the day, as much as I hate double standards, like uh, one double standard I mean, that always exists is that men don't walk into a date terrified, like with the thought in the back of their mind that the person sitting across from me is capable of murdering me. Women do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A and man so, with a hyperfixation is like very scary. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's even like, even like that's something like I think men would acknowledge it too. Like mm -hmm. the woman sitting across from you cannot physically overpower you. Right. She can't say the same about you. Right. And so there is more this feeling of like, make sure he's not an axe murderer. And like, I think, of course, there's like women fascination with true crime. I think men are just less interested. It's like they have the pictures. That's what they need. Like, I think they'd be more inclined to look at Instagram than LinkedIn because women, I think there's more of that sense of safety. Like there's more accurate information. Oh, he lives in this city. Oh, here's a place of business, a place of business that he works. So someone had to hire him. Like people don't yeah. hire crazy people. So I think like <laughs> it's like I think it would be like weirder weirder but also like uh, like this might sound like a, a thing for me but like i was like weirdly like flattered by it because it was like oh cool like a guy who like respects my career like i don't know mm, yeah yeah, like, yeah with all the talk out there where it's like oh like uh, like just be hot like it was kind of like oh cool like a guy who who cares like who, who yeah, is yeah, impressed, yeah yeah maybe is impressed by this like yeah for sure so I, like i was kind of and it was also just something i was used to so i wasn't that weirded out by it like i also appreciated like be, them being candid about it versus like hiding it like them just being like oh you know what like looked you up on linkedin like it's just what i do sales yeah. you, you get it right like and they were like chill about it we were in a public place like it wasn't this weird thing like i looked you up on linkedin like right, it really depends right, how you right, frame right. it i think there's also just the messaging around freaking tiktok about like how it's like looking someone up on linkedin is like this like it's it's it means you're looking Too to much. look up someone's salary yeah like, yeah yeah there's this girl um i'm friends with her on tiktok who shout out tess um who's like in LA, like a film person, like she's very well educated. She has a job in like the film industry. She is on LinkedIn mm. and she talked about like going on a date and very anecdotally, she's like, yeah, I looked him up on, on LinkedIn. The car comment section, like it was like a viral video and like the LinkedIn part was like an afterthought basically. Um, but people were like, why girl, why'd you look him up on LinkedIn? He's going to think you're like looking up how much money he makes. And then she was like, I think there were comments telling her to go look at like Facebook instead. The way people were writing this to her was basically under this assumption that like she wasn't on LinkedIn. Like it was like this big mythical website for big famous ceos right like girl what are you doing like he's gonna think you're looking up how much money he makes it's like if you're on linkedin you have it up on your computer screen at work like why wouldn't you look it yeah, up yeah yeah yeah. like yeah. anyone with a corporate like this girl had a corporate job maybe it's also because like people think if you're on tiktok and have a following and making tiktoks that your job is just tiktok like I had right I've had people oh my god me, for real for real I don't know but like you could just yeah. tell by these comments like I think you're just like a sugar baby like as a woman oh my god like <laughs> so it was like I was like my values around like guys dating and money and stuff is like my my personal philosophy was always if he's in the same room I'm in he's probably doing okay like I never okay. thought about how much money a guy makes I've never asked because I'm confident that the person sitting across from me does well because because I am successful, the people around me are successful. Yes. Like people like you wouldn't date a guy who works at Burger King. I don't like there are no Burger King cashiers in the rooms that I'm in. Like everything I go to in life is a result of there's a barrier to entry in the form of having to pay to be there or like having to be able to afford to live there. And because of that, the people that are around me had to do the same thing means they're probably somewhat successful.
So I've never thought, like, never thought about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a solid philosophy. Like, you know, like, if you want to be around successful people, go be successful yourself. Otherwise, you have to be this weird social climber who's like, how much money do you make? But I, I put yeah. that video, and I thought it was a good philosophy, and someone's like, you're a clear example of hypergamy because of what you do. You're a TikTok influencer, and you wouldn't be able to do that if you weren't attractive. So that is an example of hypergamy and, attra- like, women attractive getting ahead. I'm like... This house is not purchased on TikTok. Literally. This is like, so this is like a my yeah. company. Ah. My this is like my company IPO'd and I had a bunch of shares in it that I got when I was like 22 and this company blew up and now I have a nice house and I've done well. Like it's like this is not TikTok money. Like no. Yeah. Like like you think my job is TikTok? I'm a fucking analyst. What do I walk into work? I'm hot. Do stuff. Give me stuff. Give me money. No. Crazy. No, I make peanuts on TikTok. Like that's the other thing about TikTok too is like everybody on there has like such different life experiences that if you solicit advice from TikTok, you never know where it's coming from. Like people have such like different like if you go to somebody and ask for advice, like generally speaking speaking they've dealt with a similar person as you or like someone that's lived a similar life like lives a similar lifestyle like they get it they've probably dated somebody who's five to ten percent away from but like if you go to weird corners of the internet you never know where they are you never know how old they are you never know uh, like what their true. upbringing is like just like where it's like people like that don't understand linkedin think it's like this mythical website for magic ceos it's like no right but that's so much like it's just such a huge population of people specifically in austin everybody in austin yeah on linkedin mm-hmm. so yeah yeah so it's really <laughs> yeah all all in all uh, that is to say it's not weird it, really no. at all and he was honestly probably overreacting like yeah kind of a- he's probably just in an industry that doesn't use it and i would just tell this woman like you know the industries that you know are comfortable with linkedin like do what you're doing and if not like maybe i would keep it like think of it just like you know how you go back and look at someone's facebook and see if they you know what they wore for prom like just treat it like that like yeah. th- if it wasn't on the profile don't bring it up um you can also always invest in a monthly subscription to a site like Public Data Check. Mm-hmm. Um, that can tell you anything you need to know about someone. Like, obviously, don't use it to make uh, decisions for employment or for, you know, anything serious. And you're, you're not allowed to use it that way. But if you're trying to just do basic checks on somebody, you're looking for things like criminal records. You want to make sure someone is not an axe murderer. Um, be safe when you're dating. Yep. Whenever I need that, I always um, send Charlotte my uh, <laughs> information. I, I send the full name, the birth date if I can find it. You can find a birthday. Location that they were born if you can find it. Cities they're affiliated with. And so I send all it. that to you and you P- can punch it in and get their Public data check. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I send um, their birth date and their birth time to my friend Amelia so she can run their birth chart. And, and you know. I would <laughs> put this boot in your face if you ever did that to me. <laughs> So I can get the whole birth chart, sun, moon, rising sign. Let's see what's up. So, yeah, someone also commented on the video, like, I bet you don't believe in astrology either. I was like, let's fucking go. Oh, my God. Uh, I would piss off too many people. So many people are like, are you a Virgo? I'm like, no, I'm a sarcophagus. Astrology's dumb. Sorry, this is the end of the episode. (laughs) You got this far. You like me enough to disagree with me. Boo. Woo. All right. I think we should call this one. Okay. Anything else you want to say before we're out? Astrology is real. Believe in it. False. Bye. Bye. (laughs)